0: The original cut of this film was three hours. Whoosh. <laughs> what, what were they doing? Uh, they trimmed it down to 89 minutes. Wes well, just is the it's like Gandhi. I'm sorry. That's hilarious. It is. It, it was is. Real long.
1: <laughs> well, they trimmed it down from three hours to 80 minutes. 89 minutes. Yes. How? And what did they? Okay. Okay. But here's the thing. What did they cut? A lot of that unused footage
0: is used as the framework for Phantasm Four. So they were able uh, to like bring that footage, unused footage back around. So which, that's
1: probably why it was so expensive too. Because it's three hours long? Yeah, that's a lot.
0: Horror Movie Survival Guide is a weekly podcast where I, Gorehound Julia Marchesi, delves into my horror movie notebook to corrupt another one of
1: my longtime chums, Terry Gamble, who is hiding in the creepy horror closet. Eww.
0: Hi, how's it going, Julia? It's great. You want to do this podcast or something today? I think we should talk uh, about horror movie survival guide our podcast. Okay, great. Let's do that. Welcome everyone else. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, I'm Julia. I'm Terry. And then we are horror movie survival guide. In case you hadn't noticed, so uh, March is the birthday month of both Terry Gamble and I. Yes,
1: Julia Marquesi. Uh, we are Pisces together. We are
0: both in March, both nineteen seventy nine. So we thought, what better way to celebrate the month of our birth
1: to do a round of films from 1979 yeah we're i'm super stoked I, yeah. it's pretty cool to look back and be like this is what was happening when we when we landed uh-huh. <laughs> uh, uh and the fashion so uh, sew up my alley it's Man. literally everything. I, I feel it. I feel the nostalgia to go home. Uh-huh. And that's just, this is our lives. And I love it. And I'm so, here for this. <laughs> me too. And so the
0: first movie we're going to talk about in this round from 1979 is Phantasm. Mm-hmm. So the uh, title of this episode is Fear, Fear is, is the, the killer. killer. And the tagline for this movie, if this one doesn't scare you, you're already dead. Oh. I'm okay with it. Okay. Even Wes, our producer, is like yeah, nodding. He's like, he's yep, like well, yep, yeah, that was pretty good.
1: Compared to some of the other ones out yeah. there that we get, that's pretty good
0: tagline. Uh, so this movie was made for $300,000. That seems...
1: Overpriced. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry, it, Phantasm. It made $11 million. Holy crap. Yeah. Okay, so no, that was a good investment.
0: So there are several sequels. Uh, so this was written and directed by Don Coscarelli, who okay. would go on to write uh, and direct one through four of Phantasm. Um, he also did Beastmaster, Baba, oh, okay. Ho- Baba Hotep. Uh, wow. John dies at the end. So he's I, he's, I think he's got some really fun ideas, and he's got some a fun directing style. So this film opens...
1: On on some people making out in a cemetery. I was so into the intro. I was like, yes, it's already hot. Yep. Like you hear like lady moaning and like, I was like, ooh, okay. It's under- sexy.
0: I understand the sex in a cemetery for cinematic purposes. In real life, I'm not. I don't You don't want everyone it. to have sex in a cemetery? Mm, no.
1: I totally would. If it yeah. was, I mean... Julia just seems startled by that. She's like, Wow, gamble, you're hardcore. <laughs> no, nothing shocks me anymore. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't know. I uh yeah. I, I mean it depends on the cemetery, obviously. Um- like there's I some see, beautiful ones here in the greater Los angelino area I'm that sure i find very hot sneaked away during synespia and oh, had a full on tryst or two yeah hollywood forever yeah um so we have
0: a <laughs> hot hot blonde chick and a kind of a bikery looking guy making yep. out um and then we get uh you get a flash of her your tits you're like i want titties
1: in the first minute yeah literally in my notes so i was like well well done movie yeah you know a movie's <laughs> quality yeah titties in the first first minute <laughs> i'm serious it was less than i was like almost 30 seconds i was like yeah. wow yeah.
0: okay i love Love it. Close up. But then, okay, this is a little confusing to me. So then you're like, oh no, she has a knife. She's going to stab this dude. Right. But she like has one hand on the boob, the other hand stabbing. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not
1: sure what that's about. I don't, is that sort of ritualistic hand over the heart while you stab kind of thing? I didn't think that deep about it. Okay. I was just like, oh damn, she's like a sexy murderess. And maybe she's like getting off, like holding that one side of her titty. I and guess maybe I feel like it would be more erotic hot. because then if you, she didn't have her hand over it, then you could see it jiggling while she was stabbing. No, but she's getting herself off while um, she's stabbing. So I think maybe that's
0: like one of those slash things. Slash he, perhaps? They? We don't know. There's, mm, there is a mystery because mystery, one moment, the face, her face changes to a man's face. Yep. Um, and then we are in Morningside. Yeah. And we're like, what's we're, Morningside? And I was like, oh no, it's a cemetery. Yes. Where they're at, uh, their friend's funeral. Yep. Um, Tommy's gone. Tommy. And hard to believe he killed himself. It was a suicide, I guess. Mm, or was it? Or was it? Mm-hmm. Uh, it, I will say it
1: is kind of an awesome mausoleum. They have It's gorgeous. It's like a, all marble and just like stunning, and it looks really diabolical, but also like gorgeous all at the same time. I love that. Uh, so we have uh, Jody and Reggie, who are played by Bill, Bill Thornbury
0: and Reggie Bannister, who are there to pay their respects. Mm-hmm. Um, and Jody goes wandering off to visit a crypt. Uh, we assume uh, it's parents. a family member.
1: Yeah. That's what it looks like. Cause it looks like it has like the same names or something like that on, on this hymn. And, uh, but then we cut
0: to younger brother, Mike uh, played by Michael Baldwin, who is just dirt biking oh. through cemetery
1: during a funeral. Seems dubious. It I does think... seem dubious, but also like you get the conversation. Cause um, Reggie and Jody were talking about like, Oh, we didn't invite the little brother. It was too soon after the parents have gone. Right. It might be too much for him. But you get that the little brother probably still wants to be there. So that's why he found his way over sure. his mode of transportation. Big, loud motorbike. <laughs> Nothing is louder than dirt a dirt bike. bike. <laughs> <laughs> Through a cemetery. I put so metal. That's my notes. I was like, this oh. kid is like, it felt metal, you know, like, and he just got that long, cool hair. Yeah. He's kind of got this pretty boy face. It looks like a pretty, could be a cute girl or a boy. Like, mm-hmm. you don't know, a little androgy right there. Uh, and
0: he uh, he has a little taste for voyeurism. This little boy who likes mm-hmm. to follow his brother around
1: everywhere he goes and watch what he does. Yep. So he's listening to the conversation and hearing stuff that he probably isn't shouldn't be privy to. And the, already we're getting kind of strange glimpses. Jody
0: had already noticed there's like strange noises going on in the muse- mausoleum. There are these like you get flashes
1: of like a cloak, but you never yeah. quite see what it is. And it sounds like creepy like radio static or something. Like mm-hmm. it's like. Whoa! I love the sound effects, but They're also, great.
0: but also a little like
1: beastie. Yeah, it is creepy. Like otherworld beastie. Mm-hmm. It sounds like the devil on the radio. Hmm. You know, I knew band. That's a great <laughs> name for a band. Devil
0: on the radio. Yeah. I like it. TM. <laughs> so, after the funeral, uh, Michael, who is spying under the uh, bush with binoculars, sees uh, the tall man, the infamous tall man, who yeah. is the the hero slash villain of the Phantasm series. And he looks played, like the Undertaker. Mm-hmm. Played by Angus Angus Scrim, with a fantastic face and, like, the most Undertaker Undertaker you ever
1: see on film. Full on. Like, he looks like he's going to greet you at the Haunted Mansion at Disney or mm-hmm. something. You know what I mean, though? Like, he's like the one who tells you there's no windows and no doors and how you're going to get out of there. Right. That's, like, the embodiment of that guy i was like yes
0: so we had seen that it takes like six guys to carry tommy's coffin to the and gravesite it so heavy but then uh michael spies on this tall man lifting it up very single-handedly and just putting it in the back of the hearse Ooh. like it ain't no thing light as a feather stiff as a board moment Full and up. i i love they just have the, the him mouthing what, what the, the fuck, fuck?
1: yeah <laughs> so i don't know if,
0: like he actually said it and they had to censor it or if he really just, I wondered it.
1: about that too. Cause they, they cut to this clip again later uh-huh. on in the film when they're doing a flashback and they do it again. such, a, I was a, like, such yeah. an
0: easy phrase to lip read though. It's, yes. it's so good. Um, and then Michael goes to see, I really like the scene: the grandmother, granddaughter, fortune telling
1: tether- telepathic. Hell. Okay. So teak. like they, he walks up to their house and I was like, the logo outside is just like a red, it looks like a bloody like red handprint. Um, and it looks like the left hand milk stout, which is a beer's, <laughs> like logo. And I was like, maybe they're like really into this movie. Like it looks like their logo. Um, but it was great. It's like on like a, like a for sale, looks like one of those for sale signs, like right. in front of the house, but it's the hand. So he gets inside there and I was like, what creepy hand place is he going into? Uh, I really, I just really liked it. Cause it's just the grandmother
0: doesn't speak. And, but the granddaughter can like telepathically tell him everything she's saying. Yeah. And he's like, he's really worried. He thinks his brother's going to leave him and like, don't worry about it. Don't, you know, your brother's not going to take, he's going to take you wherever he goes yep um, but then want to teach him a
1: little We we'll play a little game with him and then have uh, him put his hand in this little black box
0: and at first he's like it hurts it hurts and he's trying to get it out they're like no 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 do not fear do not fear. fear fear is the killer yeah
1: you know like and then once he calms down and he's not afraid then he can take his hand out and there's no big deal and then all of a sudden there's no box was there ever a box? Was it all in his mind? They say it's all in. Was all in your mind? Who knows? But they are creepy, and I love them. They're and how like. How did she, he get mixed up with them? What a. She's like, looks like the, like a best girlfriend from school. At first, I was like creeped out when he went to the house, and then she opened the door. I was like, oh, it's some girl, like his girlfriend, or some girl from school, or something, because she's like got the beautiful, perfect, like long blonde split part in the middle, she's so like cute. super like you know Jan Brady, whatever kind of girl you know, yeah. and like. Okay, but she's a seer, and then she has a sweet little, like, I like a little mark she has on her face, and Grandma has, like, a little matching one on her, Uh like, third eye spot. They are, like, the sweetest-looking, creepy couple. I want, like, a spinoff
0: of, like, where they go off and... Would watch. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs)
1: <laughs> would watch all of that okay for don sure. coscarelli
0: that's your yeah. next phantasm sequel
1: just on these girls but also at the end though when mike is like kind of satisfied with their answer he walks out but then you, they cut back to them and they're laughing and mm-hmm. grandma's got this creepy kind of laugh and i was like Ooh. were they like messing with him i was very worried for him actually after that i just felt like
0: that was a game that grandma liked to play a lot and it always like fear the, the, the how how mortal he is to feel fear. Like she's been so above that for so long. It feels uh, ridiculous to
1: her. All that right. Anyone would feel it. I'll take that too. But I was also I was like feeling a little deeper I was, clearly, <laughs> but I was like dubious. Like she seemed like a little too happy that he was I, so scared. I wish they were in the movie a little bit more, to be honest. Way more, <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, but Jody is kind of really thinking about leaving him and just like packing him off to an aunt, um, which I think is pretty mean. It makes me not like Jody a whole lot. I, I, I get he's also, a young man who's he's gotta, like, young who got like so the oats. I get it,
1: not just so the oats, but he got like left with this responsibility. And the kid is going through a really tough time. He seems overly clingy, so I think Jody's probably having a really hard time because he's already gone through his like that phase of his life and is independent, and now he's having to deal with like trying to be a young person and trying to be like a single dad basically. Yeah. And then we cut to the, like him playing guitar, having a jam session. I like this with scene. With Reggie, the ice cream guy just shows up and just pulls a guitar next to him. I figured this was your scene. Yeah, I was like, it's this, very is it. Julia. this is
0: where the movie won me. I was like, yes.
1: This guy's wearing a groovy hat <laughs> with like a John Lennon shirt or something and like is like hanging out playing groovy guitar on the front porch. <laughs> yeah. And they
0: sound good. And it's just like this like jam session where they're talking about, you know, whatever. It's my just... baby left me
1: lonely. My baby <laughs> left me blue. And like
0: then <laughs> and all of a sudden reggie pulls out a tuning fork i don't know i like that he says <laughs> that they finish though we're hot as love you know <laughs> that's gonna be my new catchphrase yeah
1: <laughs> yeah tuning fork which might come in handy later i was like there's a weird suspicious close-up on this tuning fork for no gd reason and, and then would, i was like i guess so you tune before you started to play and sing that was my thing I was like if you're a real musician you tune like not after you've played a groovy song with your friend like unless you're like oh I could tune it up yeah, maybe, he, he didn't even say anything though he just pulled it like out they're like you know practice song but now they're gonna get into the good stuff and he's yeah. gotta like
0: get the tuning fork out um, so then we get the granddaughter who goes to the mortuary where she I guess she feels where the evil is mm-hmm. uh, opens a door into a bright light we hear her scream and
1: never it. see her again I miss her I liked her yeah I really liked her then we cut to Dunes Cantina. Oh, Dunes Cantina. Where jody it's like, it's the town watering hole. It looks like this wonderful, looks like a wonderful old cowboy western bar, which I am very into. And he pulls on up to the Dunes and he walks right into that bar and sees a hot blonde and goes, beelines right to her. It's like 30 seconds. It's You've incredible. You've never done that? Oh. I
0: don't know what he
1: said to her. And he's just like, hey, come with me. And she's like, Okay. My armpits just got hot because I just felt guilty. I was like, I've definitely walked into a bar and been like, no, no, no. Yep. And walked right up and was like, hey, what are you doing right now? Okay, great. Oh, <laughs> that's a great ploy. <laughs> People are going to be at bars waiting for me to walk in right now. I know it. i huh. um, just kidding. Okay. Just or to, maybe they are. Cut to the chase. Yeah. But she's like, hey, yeah, sure. Um, but her little brother's watching, watching. Because he's spying as he should, like a good little brother does. <sighs> uh, no. But then – Takes her, she takes him. They start walking outside together, yeah. And he's like, "Oh, we could, like tries to beeline to the car," and she's like, "No, no, no, let's just walk." And he walks her into the cemetery. Walks with
0: her into cemetery. Right. Um, and so now we're saying, okay, well, this is this is the ploy of the woman we saw in the beginning of the film, and mm-hmm. now Big Brother is uh, now the next victim. And they, uh, they, I do. So Joe, Michael's watching from the bushes, and I like they have the the tit reveal. Dual brother, wow, wow, <laughs> they
1: are nice. Uh, I've seen better. 1979. Nice. Titties <laughs> have <laughs> <Did laughs> <need some> changed. <laughs> I don't know. I've seen some
0: good seventies ones.
1: No, I'm just saying, you know, like the, 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 the work that is done now on many, many movie tits has changed. So oh, maybe I'm just kind of, you know, biased. Yeah. Cause yeah, I know. Yeah. It's all good girl. Anyway. Um, so uh, it's, I love this line when they're walking out there though. And, and she's like, um, he's like kind of spooky, isn't it? And she's like, No, I think it's exciting. I was like, Yeah, girl. Okay. Okay. Exciting. Taking him out there to that
0: cemetery. Um, and I love the shot of Jody like coming up with like panties in his teeth. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, all right. I'm glad they went there. Uh, but Michael spying... Me too. Honestly,
1: <laughs> it made me giggle like no other. I mean, A, I wrote boobs really big on my, my notes and I was like, boobs. And I was like, panties. Ah! <laughs> this movie's amazing.
0: <laughs> uh, but then uh, Michael finally gets to see one of these little jawa things demon things
1: yeah they're like these little like dwarf creatures
0: Mm -hmm. uh who and of course michael runs screaming and it's just like screaming like all the way across frame out of frame down to the next frame and back end again
1: and it keeps going uh
0: and that's when uh jody has and has to get up and be like, I'll be right back, which is not a situation. You don't you want tell to be in a middle.
1: girl laying down on like a slab in a cemetery, BRB and like run yeah, away. Like in the middle of it. Like I got my panties in your teeth, in my teeth. Yes. Like, and he's like runs with her panties. Like <laughs> he takes her panties. Like, <laughs> Hey, <laughs> yeah, As he goes away, <laughs> but she doesn't yell. Hey, so maybe that is suspicious too. But anywho. Uh,
0: and so he just tells. of course, Jardi's angry because he had to leave and tells Michael, it's just probably just a
1: gopher in heat. Great line or only the wind, like all these things that like, and like, Mike's like insisting like no 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 dude like I saw some shit it was weird it was a creature there's a thing and he's like no 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 because like Jody's like dude I got like a half naked lady like over there I gotta get back yeah what are you doing to me you're like messing up my situation here and um, he sends him off and he's like and Mike I love is like you're sure you're gonna be okay which I adore. He's like really looking out for his brother. That's He's like, dude, I don't know if you should
0: be out here. But then he goes back and the girl is mysteriously gone. Mm -hmm. And you're like, yeah, well you could kind of see
1: that would happen. And then Mike heads home. But then all of a sudden he has this, when he gets to bed, he has this dream that he's like actually in the cemetery. All of a sudden looks like he's in his bed. Then all of a sudden his his bed looks like it's on like um, a grave site. And then all of a sudden these like hands come up and like pull him down. And then there's this man, the tall man Mm -hmm. moving over the headboard, which now looks like um, a, gravestone uh and he also sees the tall man in
0: town um and then so it starts to when get, he goes into town next morning yeah it starts to get more uh aggressive where now he's starting to see things in his own house mm-hmm. um and
1: oh, he's underneath the car and so he sees something running Yeah, he's around. working on cars this whole movie they have like a lot of car like, like he's a cool mechanic kid a, yeah he's a kid that's really handy with that so he like likes to work on the car a lot and like his tuning engines and things
0: um so this was kind of confusing to me because like he uh gets pinned underneath the car yeah but then jody shows up and i was like hey what's going on there's nothing here but he wasn't pinned under the car so did he imagine he was pinned or is he able to just like scrabble out from a car that has no jack
1: i think maybe it was one of those fear things again in his brain oh he thought that was happening but it actually wasn't happening uh, maybe. Is, like the tall
0: man like playing on fear Is that i think what the that's is? what he
1: does because it seems like every time he like like is able to like actually like steal himself and not be afraid he's able to get out of the thing Mm -hmm. but anytime he isn't it's like he gets deeper sucked in deeper to whatever the problem is um so of
0: course jody doesn't believe him again uh so good because he's not supposed to
1: right (laughs) so but good final boy
0: uh mike's like i'm just gonna strap a fucking knife to my cat yes
1: i put final boy leg knife and i was like yes that's
0: what you do and he grabs his crucifix as well he's like
1: all right got my crucifix, I'm going to be
0: safe. Uh and this movie made me uh thank you 1979 for teaching me that bell bottoms make great for weapon concealment. Uh yeah, terrifying. Yeah. I had no idea. And now I was like, oh okay, you could hide a lot under bell bottoms. Oh yeah. Mm. Okay, cool. Notes, notes, (laughs) notes, notes. (laughs) Next party. Uh... (laughs) Uh, So Michael goes out to Mortingside and just climbs the gate and is like, I don't, this is. Breaks into this mortuary. Yeah. Strapping knife to your leg. Good move. Breaking into the mortuary by yourself at night. Not a... No,
1: it seems like an idiot move, for smart sure. Smart move. For sure. I was uh, really on his side, and then I was like... Because like, he was fi- trying to find his way in, and then breaks the window like by the like basement of a mortuary. like it's so loud. Super <laughs> dubious. Uh, and almost gets caught, but is able to hide in a coffin.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, and, as you do. As you do. Um, and then... We finally see the phantasm ball, the epic ball, the sentinel sphere, as they're called. Uh, that is the the claim to fame of this film, as well as the tall man, Is they have this incredible... Silver um,
1: orb. Film, silver orbs that were, f- were designed by Willard Green and are incredible. It's stunning. It's a really cool, cool prop. And it looks amazing flying around. It's a really cool effect. And I mean, it's like this little orb that all of a sudden like... Gets little things that, like, little thing things like pokey things pop out of it. Razor, like, like razor blade razor things. Razor blades. So there's
0: a there's a guy who comes, catches Michael, starts to choke him, um, but then Michael bites his arm and when he drops him, the ball gets the guy into the forehead. So it's great, because it's in the youth, like, oh, okay, there's, there's a sphere with these razor blades. Oh, that's kind of gnarly. But then not done. That's not the only thing that thing does. It doesn't just pop in. It, like, it actually suck, lets out. Sucks your brains and blood out and just spurts it out in this tremendous force On the Yeah, it the floor. has a spout on the other side of it that blood pops spout. out. Blood, blood spout.
1: <laughs> blood spout.
0: It's not blood sport, guys. It's blood spout. <laughs> blood spout.
1: Blood spout.
0: Blood spout. I'm sorry. I can't you know who's stop. opening for blood spout? Devil on the radio. Devil on the
1: radio! <laughs> They're an offshoot of TV on the radio. Uh.
0: Um, so I really, you know, of course, the, the Sentinel Spheres are everybody's part, favorite part of this series, and for a good reason, because that's just a cool design, cool idea.
1: It looks so freaking cool, and it seems so, like, efficient in a way that, like, certain other, like... Mm-hmm. Although there's a lot of blood cleanup, you know? Right, but also, like, you would have that anyway if you were, like, hacking with axes or something. True. This is, like, do one port of entry, psh- one port out. Yeah. Done. Yeah, it's true. Uh, so then the tall man arrives and gives chase. Um, and I... But can we talk about like the stuff that comes out, like some of it looks like blood, but then there's looks like like yellow stuff. Mm. Cause the guy went, the guy who got hit kind of falls to the ground. It looks like, I thought he had pissed himself at I think first. He,
0: I think he had, because I think that looks different to me than the blood than the that's yellow stuff. about to come
1: out of okay. the tall
0: man's fingers when okay. he gets shut in the door. Okay. So I think he just peed himself, which is pretty hardcore phantasm. Yeah. Right? You're just like showing a corpse pissing himself. Yeah. I was pretty. like, Oh my God. Um,
1: or could have been yellow stuff. Yeah. We will leave that up to your discretion. Right? Um and so as Mikey's running, he like goes and like runs and like ends up bolting himself behind this like big ass door that's like a wood, like chunk a chunk, big bolt thing, but he gets the tall man's hand caught in it. So gets one of the gets, mm-hmm. cuts his fingers off, yellow disgusting stuff comes
0: out, and mm-hmm. then he's like, "I'm gonna take one of these fingers as proof because now he has something to make his brother believe him."
1: And it looks like mustard. I call it finger mustard in a box. <laughs> kind of
0: gross. Finger mustard. Finger mustard. Okay, you're welcome. Uh, but that it, it does the trick because it makes his big brother's like finally like okay, I believe you. Let's get yeah, the because j- f- the finger's
1: <laughs> moving on its own, like it's like a sentient little
0: being. <laughs> uh, so like yeah, let's get the cops. Let's call the for the sheriff. Uh, but before mm-hmm. they can do so, uh, the finger mistake seriously turns into a fly mm-hmm. and then there's like a fly monster wrapping like in it a blanket bug. battle yeah evil bug thing so sentient finger turns into fly the thing bug demon I, I think i like about uh this film is that there's a billion moving parts i don't know how any of them connect and i don't really care like i don't really get the tall man's full deal he seems to be like a master who's employing slaves from another planet like i get right. that but then other than that, the where does the ball fit in? Where do these other things fit in? I don't know. Why does it look to lot- do it a fly? I don't I have know. no idea. I don't mind it, though. Yeah. There's a lot of movies where, like, that kind of stuff will happen. I'm like, what the fuck is happening? Come on, guys. You know? But this yeah. one, I'm like, okay. Yeah. It's
1: weird, but I'm going with we're it. We're going along with the ride. They're like, we had money for this effect now, too, with our $300,000. <laughs> so, and there's probably more story that co- connects these that we're missing from the other hour and a half. Of course. <laughs> that we don't get to see. Um, so, Reggie shows up. Our ice cream man shows up. and the like,
0: exact wrong time, because they're yeah. just about to shove this flight into the garbage disposal for, 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 for some guaranteed messy, messy, messy cleanup. Yeah. Um I like Reggie so much. I do too. He's like trying to he's trying to get Mike to come help him. He's like, hey man, the ice cream's gonna be flying fast and furious. <laughs> he's so proud of his ice cream truck. Wouldn't you be? I would be. Right? I would play better music than normal ice cream trucks though, because normally they're terrible. Yep. There was one that used to go around my neighborhood that was it's a small world but completely out of tune and they never changed it and never fixed it and i was like so out of tune what are you doing it would drive me crazy if i had to listen
1: to it endlessly for loops all day oh ice cream tangent yep i love it so anyway so now we get like a moment where jody's like i'm gonna leave mike here at home he's like lock up the windows and doors i'm gonna head over but gives him a gun first yeah he's like okay and try he's like hey don't aim the gun at a man unless you intend to kill him. He's like, it gives him instructions. Don't follow me. And then keep all the doors and windows locked. No warning shots. Yep. Warning shots of bullshit. You shoot to kill. You don't shoot at all. That's it. And you're like, wow. Okay, let's do this then. So Jody's going in. He's going to go back to that mortuary and try to figure out what's going on.
0: I will say the amount of times that they split up in this film drive me bananas. Same.
1: I was in infuriated i was like, like your brother time, is
0: 13 years old please protect him what are you doing leaving him alone with a
1: gun that's insane and he's also like the kid is obviously terrified to be alone mm-hmm. like that's why he keeps following you and that's why he's been following you every fucking place you've ever gone even while you're trying to get it on in a cemetery with a lady yeah I don't hello have a dude lot
0: of, i don't have a lot of respect for jody he doesn't treat his little brother with the kindness
1: that he obviously but It was needs. also a different time because this is when like you would let kids go run off and play for like hours alone on their, sure. on their own and so like but maybe that's, that's- different and parcel of from it
0: leaving your little brother with a shotgun to kill who knows what yeah Could be anything yeah um but that's okay we're just gonna go there we're gonna take a look around and be fine we'll be back no problem you're like yeah that's not what's gonna yep. happen at all so uh they go they're able to get down into the basement yeah Jody um, heads there and a hearse pulls out and follows Jody too um and they are able to shoot shoot things he shoots the the dr- yeah, like shoot, four times yeah. um And so then it's all this kind of, now we have a car chase with the hearse and then like his own car pulls up, but he's
1: not in the car. Like who has the car? We're not sure who drew it. Yeah. He wants to make sure it's actually Mike in the car and it is. Um, but the hearse, because he he double checked his car because the hearse was driving without a driver. There's nobody driving that mother. Yeah. He's like, what? (laughs) Nobody driving that car. And even Mike, once he realized, he's like, there's nobody driving that car. Like, yeah, we just established that. Now we know nobody's driving that damn car.
0: So you know what we're going to do with that car? We're going to shoot it. Yeah. And I'm like, Okay. You're not going to, he's trying to shoot the windshield. I'm like, no, no, no. There's nobody driving the car, man. There's no point to to shoot the windshield. You got to shoot like the tires tires. out.
1: (laughs) Right. Of course
0: you shoot the tires out. I've seen a billion movies. I know we shoot tires out. Uh, and of course makes it crash. Um, but the, who is driving that car is their friend, Tommy, who has now been shrunken down into this three foot dwarf demon thing monster. So we learned they are, taking the
1: bodies from this mortuary and turning them into dwarf things yep and you're like ooh, he's like that was a tommy so they go and get reggie and like they you know they put him in the ice cream truck put him in the, yeah they put the demon in the ice cream truck and, and and load him in there and they're like are you sure it's gonna be it's not gonna ruin my ice cream is it <laughs> and i love i love that reggie's plan is like we're gonna snag the tall dude we're gonna stomp the shit out of him <laughs> like, we're gonna find out what's going on yeah get down to the bottom of this of yeah. course So once they figure all that out, yeah, why are they crushing all these bodies down? They want to figure all of that out.
0: Because they say like they're three foot long, but they weigh like 200 pounds. So they're like compressed. Compressed humans. I don't know what that would be, what the advantage of that would be, but... You know, yeah. this movie doesn't offer this kind of explanation, no. so well, we'll just... Maybe
1: it did in the other 130, ah,
0: uh, so hour and a half. I guess we have to watch Phantasm 2, 3, get to Phantasm 4, four and then we will understand. <laughs> and That's... try to put it all together. We'll see you there that feels in, like a lot in of 2045, work. folks. Can
1: somebody put the super cut <laughs> together already? They probably have. I'm
0: sure they have. Um,
1: it's the internet. Right. So, um, they leave like Mike alone again in like an antique store where just some random chicks we haven't seen at all. Yeah, the we this don't movie. know these girls, which again, we might have anyway in the alternate version. So, yeah, he's left alone, but he finds like these old timey pictures, of course, in this antique shop. Mike is finds this like picture of the mortician from a very long time ago, it looks like a hundred years ago. Ah, so he's been reigning terror in this town for a very long time in an old horse drawn carriage hearse.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, and so now, um, Jody has a a vision, a dream or vision. Yeah. That he's being pulled in. And like Mike is being taken home now because Mike's freaking out. Cause yeah. he, he's seen the the, the man. He knows now like the man's not human. He's something more than human. And right. there's no way my brother is going to like kill him with a gun. So we got to do something else. So he's like, take me home, take me home. So now yeah, so we he have, gets
1: these girls in the VW.
0: Oh, the little VW bug. And there's a dwarf attack.
1: Yep, while they're while they're trying to get out there. And he's like, girls, don't open the door. What do they do? Open, open the, the fucking door. door. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then it's so, so sad
0: because then Mike comes home and, like, sits on Jody's lap and is just crying in his lap. And I have to say, Michael Baldwin, this scene killed it. Nailed it. I was like, yep, there we go. That's what I like about this. Because it's – you never – he's been trying to be so tough this whole time. But he's just a 13-year-old kid, so he's really kind of fucked up. And his brother hasn't been particularly helpful.
1: Yeah, and, like – So people are dying. Basically the girls are gone. All their friends are dead basically at this point. Um, and Jody again, insists that Mike stays home again. Yes. And they, they found
0: like the the ice cream truck. This is all screwed up. So they think Reggie's dead. Mm -hmm. Uh, yeah.
1: Locks Michael in his room. Yeah, like bolts him in with like a um, uh, what is that a screwdriver? Yeah. Like at the, at the edge of the door and like. But I love this. Mike is a smart little kid and yeah. like an engineer basically, and he it creates a mini explosive. Yeah, like out of like stuff from his room. Yeah, he's like, I have one bullet. I have some t- a thumbtack. I got a hammer.
0: Yeah, let's do this shit. Some some scotch tape and mm-hmm. no problem. He's MacGyver I, basically. Yeah, I actually mm-hmm. like. I was watching this. I was like, Mike a really cool final boy. I'm really kind of into he's him. Super resourceful. Yeah.
1: He uses what's around him and he's, mm-hmm. he he's never quits. And he's just like, okay, how do I get out of this? Yeah. He's like, I got to get out of here. I got to go help my brother. So he like gets out of that door out of his room. And, um, I broke good final boy instincts as well. Um, did you notice by the way in the living room, they have like half a
0: cougar coming out of their wall. No. It's like if you cook the cut, the front half of a cougar and just like mounted on a wall, they have that. Just watch for that next time you watch yep. these guys. Cause that's <laughs> what we're here for. Um, but, of course, the tall man's immediately there waiting for By him. By the door. Yep. As soon
1: as Mike gets down, he says, I've been waiting for you. Uh,
0: so just grabs him and shoves him in the back of the hearse, mm-hmm. starts taking off for the mortuary. But ever resourceful. He's got his gun. He's, got, he's like, okay. Because he had already
1: put a strapped gun in the back of his little little body and, like, shoots the, the tires out of that hearse. And, yeah, from the inside. Yep, and gets gets out of that, out of that
0: hearse. Um, and then all of a sudden... Reggie's back. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it's like, it's this now we have this like final showdown in the mortuary. And can yep. they get the, Reggie found all the girls. Like he had this like room full of girls using for future dwarf purposes. Right. That Reggie's like,
1: ah, I help the girls escape,
0: you know? Mm-hmm. It's cool.
1: Uh, <laughs> and then the blood orb starts coming for yeah. jody and or mike we're not sure whoever whoever's there right and then mike uh shoots it with the shotgun and gets rid of that i was like nice shot he killed that blood orb but all of a sudden there's this room with like faces over the top that we'd seen earlier mm-hmm. it's got this like uh, not just faces it's like a sculpture of faces above it the door and we're like "What is that door really go we to? all know what
0: something whatever's good is behind that door no nope, it's uh, bad it's bad <laughs> um it's kind of a cool room, though, because it's got barrels, which we learn are, like, gestating dwarves in mm-hmm. it. Um, looks like trash barrels, basically. Trash barrels, and then there's, like, two metal rods. And that's basically mm-hmm. it. So, like, okay. And it's just
1: all white. It looks like 2001 of Space
0: Odyssey. Mm-hmm. Like, I thought about but that super, when they walked in. Super low budget. Yeah. Uh, but this is actually a really low budget cool
1: little budget way to do Mm -hmm. your portal where you know mike puts his hand in you don't see it right um but it's It's in between those great yeah they look like little pillars basically of like like uh that would hold a Velvet rope yes. kind of thing. Yes.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, so he puts his hand in and then I was like sucked into this crazy red netherverse. verse. like
1: portal to hell or something. I was like, what is this? A portal to hell planet. And then he's like, Oh no, there are slaves on this other planet. It looks like
0: those little dwarves. And this mm-hmm. is the door to their planet. And yep. we assume the tall man has found this door and now an mm-hmm. we'll take them and gestate them to do his bidding. Right. And then all of a sudden the power goes out. So then they all get separated. It's um, and- on a lighter. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, And then Reggie's like, I'm going to put my hands. I'm going to put my hands on it. I'm going to see what happens. You're like, why would you do that? But he puts them on the top and is of course blasted backwards and then almost sucked in but is able to like just by the skin of his teeth get around crawl out of the room yeah um, but then the lady lady comes back and just stabs reggie and his in his clean <laughs> ice, and his cream beautiful whites. ice
1: cream white it's so satisfying to see all the blood on his little body mhm um, <laughs> and then they
0: there's kind of like a big windstorm that comes up uh It looks like the end of times
1: all of a sudden. It's like apocalypse. Uh Like you're like, Oh God, like the end is coming and all these things are getting sucked back into this portal. Uh, but then, uh, jody's got this like mine shaft plan they're gonna take
0: him to it seems overly complicated take it's him. like okay this is where it gets scooby-doo to me okay you know yeah. like
1: take him down by the old mine shaft we'll pull All him right. in that that yeah. it's bottomless right he'll never stop falling mr winter will be go right down there like it feels very like <laughs> scooby-doo ending that way but yeah they do they basically want to lure the tall man down that way um so they have
0: this kind of you, you, michael's bait kind of thing going down there uh you play a good game boy but the game is finished now You You die. die. (laughs) Um, I will give a shout out that we have. I think the only time I can think of a zombie quicksand. So, like, quicksand's not enough.
1: Add some zombies to that quicksand. Now we're talking. Well, it's all the fears in his mind because it keeps changing whatever mm-hmm. it is. So you're like, oh yeah. So the tall man does, can create like illusions of the fear. Right. Just like the old lady had tried to teach um, our young Michael at the beginning of the film. Um,
0: but uh, their plan works and they're able to throw him down that, go mine shaft and then a
1: big. So a big boulder and a bunch of really beautiful fake rocks uh-huh. <laughs> coming right behind him. I was like, nice plastic rocks. Yeah. Send him down. He's trapped there forever. Ever. Or is he? Or is he? Dun, dun, dun. Yeah, that was Mike's kind of fear too. When I was like, hey, for now it works, right? But then
0: there's this, and I'm sure in the three-hour cut, there's not this brief crazy cut here where you're just like all of a sudden, eh, Jody's dead in a car wreck. You're like, wait, what?
1: And then we yeah, and then it's a different cemetery yeah because like where his body is, it doesn't look anything like right, the other they cemetery. Don't want, they don't
0: want to put it in that cemetery. Now we're gonna put it in another cemetery. Yeah,
1: but then Reggie's like, I'm gonna take care of you, kid. They're like, so Reggie's not dead in this universe no. because Reggie had just been stabbed and killed. Right. So I was like, what but the hell? But he's back. I was like, what the hell's going on? And Jody's dead now in this alternate universe. So I was like, was it a dream? Was it a nightmare? But you know what? Let's go on a road trip. You and me, Reggie and Michael. I was like, I want to watch that road trip. Hell right. yeah.
0: Um, but of course. We get the, the last scare, as there always has to be,
1: is the tall man grabs Mike through the
0: mirror. Through
1: a mirror in the room when he went to go pack after he looked at this like sweet picture of, of Jody playing the guitar. And dun-dun-dun. Dun, That's okay. And,
0: and if that was not enough for you, several sequels await you. Yep. So there you are.
1: Dun-dun-dun. So, Phantasm. Yeah. Phantasm was fun. It's, it, you know, it's, it's, it's 1979 goodness. And it's a little cheesy. Mm-hmm. Um, I really like. it was funny. One of my roommates w- heard me listening, watching the movie. We were like, that sounds so scary. I was like, nah, it's not yeah. really scary. No, but I was like, the soundtrack's really good though. Right. Yeah. <laughs> they were like, yeah, yeah, it sounds like it. I was like, yeah, the sound is good. Cause that creepy sound from the beginning mm-hmm. sounds scary. And I, I love the ball cam mm-hmm. as
0: well. That's kind of a fun thing that they do in this movie. Um, the sentient sphere cam, if we're going to be fear. Sentinel fear? Sentinel sphere there you Sentinel Sphere. not sentient sentinel sentinel sphere got it mm-hmm. um the first time i saw phantasm i was like eh, it's all right this time i was like ah, i kind of like it i kind of mm-hmm. like the groove of it i like that it's weird i like that it's weird but doesn't explain why it's weird i like that about it that it's kind of it could just be a normal slasher but they decided to go more artsy yeah i mm-hmm. like it mm-hmm. um and i think michael's a cool final boy so uh, in this universe how does one survive because it seems like it's constantly throwing new things you, you have no way to prepare for There's no way to know. You just have to be like nimble. And on, and on your feet, like Michael, and strapping knives to your legs yeah. and just being like, I'm going to get out of this room and, and go my an explosive.
1: And follow my brother when I need to follow my brother, because I know my
0: brother's an idiot. Yeah, so this movie <laughs> kind of teaches us that his voyeurism was actually a good thing, because he saves his brother yep. and is
1: able to, Multiple like, times figure he, out what's going on. He saved him the first time.
0: Because normally voyeurs are painted as the bad guys, the pervy guys, yeah. right? Like, this is actually like, no, no, this was a good thing he was watching. little diff. Uh, so this movie, yeah. uh, Gore Factor, one is not enough blood to fill a Dixie cup. Two is a Puddle of blood three is enough blood to gross out the average viewer four is a bathtub of blood and five is run for the barf bag we give phantasm a three for gore enough blood to gross out the average viewer we figure that uh sentinel sphere blood spout nonsense is pretty pretty when
1: you say blood spout that's pretty good Uh yeah (laughs) that's pretty accurate And a little stabby here and there you know (laughs) and uh we got a little blood that way um let's get to some movie ratings. Our Chainsaws. One if you're desperate, two barely qualifies as a horror film. Three, Seen Worse Seen Better. Four not too shabby. And five, fantastic oracle. I gave this film a three. Um I think it's uh Seen Worse Seen Better. Um well in between, not too shabby, but seen worse, seen better. I, I thought it was fun. It's mm-hmm. enjoyable. Would watch it again with like a group of people. I mm-hmm. think it's a good movie for a movie night with a yeah. group of friends because it's that cheesy enough where you guys can enjoy your popcorn and your bevies and have a great night. Mm-hmm. Um, is it going to change your life? Nah. No. <laughs> but uh, I gave it a four. Not too shabby. Mm-hmm. So I like it. I think it's a cool film.
0: Um, and if you're looking for like a classic 1970s horror film, you could do worse than Phantasm. So uh, next week, another movie from 1979 is we're going to be talking about Tourist Trap, which Ooh. Neither one of us have seen. Nah. So this is a, a brand new one for us both, which is always exciting. I love that. I love that too. I like it when it's new, new. Exploring with you is one of my favorite things. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, so next week we will see you. Uh, please do check us out in the meantime. We love talking to you on yeah. our Facebook, Twitter, uh, Instagram, Patreon, patreon we have as well we uh release so, our episodes early for those folks we do you get them a couple of days early you also get uh exclusive interviews and little tidbits about terry and i if Ooh. you want to know more about us and our friendship you and our know more you gotta you gotta subscribe <laughs> <laughs> we will see you next week for tourist trap. thanks guys have a great week yeah have a great